Chris Phillips ambush one with another special interview. I guess you not really interview, more of a conversation with my baby boy right here. This is Nicholas Phillips right here. Say what's up, Nick. How you all doing? How you all doing? All right. That's my youngest child right there. Uh, I say youngest, but he's actually, he just uh, turned 21. He celebrated his 21st birthday on Christmas. How does that feel? Feels amazing. Happy to be here for 21 years. Spending time with my pops, too. Yeah, man. Christmas, baby, y'all. He's a a Christmas child. December 25th, uh, 2000 is when he got up in here. So uh, uh, on a little leave from the Air Force, just completed some training on his way to his next duty station. So what's going on? With, how has the Air Force been for you? It's been amazing. It's a good change of pace, good structure that built on top of what you built me for fundamentals for my life. I'm loving it. That's good. And uh, what was this last little bit of training? What was this What was this about? Tech school for me was basically about teaching me how to do my job, which is being an age technician. So you guys already know the Air Force is known for being about aircraft. But with my job... I work on the equipment that we use to get the aircraft started up and that the crew chiefs, which are the aircraft maintainers, what they use to do their maintenance on the aircraft. We maintain their equipment, which is like a lot of pretty complex generators, kind of systems that work off of like bleed air, jet engines and whatnot. That's in like a nice little package box that powers things. It's pretty, it's pretty intricate and interesting. You know, I got a little bit of electrical skills thanks to this now. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. Uh, That's cool, man. And so, are these pieces of equipment for any specific, particular, what's the right word I'm looking for, specific <laughs> types of aircraft, or, or is this universal? Uh, some of them are universal, but sometimes you might need, like, particular pieces of equipment for a particular jet. So, say you got, like, a, a bomber or something. They might be like, all right, we need, a, we need a 60 set. So, you'll need a Dash 60 generator, which is one that's powered off of a turbine, and then it has bleed Little air. jet engine, huh? pretty much works off of that and it can basically generate ac or dc current for the aircraft electrical systems and then you have a hose on it you can connect and it'll basically do bleed air which you can put where the engine is for the jet is at and it'll get the props spinning for you a little bit and then it'll help you get started okay so these will be for jet turbines uh and turbo props what about hel- helicopters? Do do helicopters need these types of devices to get them started? Uh, the helicopters have something that's like the 60, but it's a different one. We didn't get to learn about it. If you go to a base that has that there, you'll do a little bit more training there, learning about that. But we kind of just learned the basic pieces of equipment that most bases will have. But certain bases, like if you have a drone base, certain pieces of equipment we learned about you won't use if your base has bombers. You'll use like the bomb lift a lot more often. Certain things you won't use as much. Kind of just depends. So you guys, you guys will be responsible for basically taking care of the support equipment for the for the aircraft. Pretty much, we take uh, care of it, and if it has any issues, we'll troubleshoot it and work on it. And if you're a driver for age, you'll basically be driving the bobtail, which is a little truck that we use to tow it out there, bring it to them. Uh, if you're getting off shift and you have something out there for a bit. You'll do what we call a round robin. You'll pick it up, refuel it, and then bring them a new one out there and park the refuel one back on the little lot where they have the uh, equipment separated and kind of organized and set up at for somebody else to come and pick up. Oh, cool. That's my boy, y'all. He's, he's picking up some new skills and, and trades. I'm so proud of him. I, I want everybody else to know it. Uh, you know, um, something like this, is, I, I believe, is 
it's the type of things we should be promoting. Hey, you want to make sure that your kids are doing the right things and they're making steps forward. And, uh, you know, we got to talk about that sometimes. We got, we got to talk about the good things sometimes. So I'm extremely proud of my, uh, my youngest boy here. I wish him well, and I want you guys to do the same thing. Now, will the Air Force be something that you think you'll make a career out of? I'm not 100% sure on that yet, but so far, I am really liking it and enjoying it. If I do do 20 years, it'll probably be doing maybe around eight or so active and then switching over to the Air National Guard to kind of finish out those last couple of years. That will give you the opportunity to be still serving your country and then pursuing some professional uh, careers as well. And that's kind of the plan. I'm really enjoying it and I like it, but I don't want military to kind of be the only thing I do. I still kind of I want to do that so I can serve. But then I also kind of want to have like a bit of a, a civilian life, to kind of say the least. But with Air National Guard, I know some Air National Guard units, depending on what you're most branches call it a MOS. Air Force calls it an AFSC. Same difference. Mm-hmm. Depending on what your job is, basically, in the Air National Guard, you can deploy just as much, if not more, than some people who are active duty deployed. So that's more money, being able to see places, different experiences, all of that, while not being active duty, so I can still have a civilian life and still be serving. Here with my youngest boy, Nicholas Phillips. On his 21st birthday, he's just turned 21 on Christmas. I told y'all that already, but I'm so proud of him. He's here home on leave for um, his uh, tech training in, in the Air Force. He's passing through here at Birmingham, Alabama. Finish up talking with him a little bit, see, see what else he has going on. Outside of the Air Force, what else are you interested in? I know we were talking at one time about some cars and having a garage and, and making all kinds of horsepower. He, he knows I like that the American V8 and he likes those foreign cars. But I think we can bridge the gap. We're gonna have a, a garage with uh, with uh, several pieces in it. If it has an engine in it, I think we want to drive it. I want to fix it. He wants to fix it and build it, and then we're both gonna drive it. That sounds about right. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Uh, I know for sure. I definitely plan on doing some stuff with cars. I've kind of been thinking about it, depending on. Whenever I do get my next vehicle in the future or whatnot, I'm thinking about maybe doing a YouTube channel around that. I got some YouTubers who do car stuff that I like. I kind of want to maybe do something like that and branch out in the community. Kind of have me a little group of people who are like, oh, man, we like this dude. We look up to him. Who are like younger than me, but not too young. But they're kind of like, all right, we like cars. This dude's building some pretty cool cars. He's a good person. He's showing us. If we're in a bad environment, hey, man, just stick with what you like. Be yourself and stay true to you and, you know, find you something that gets your head out of that that messed up spot and then just keep moving. That's what's up, man. You always got to find some type of way to reach back. Even even as you're growing, there's nothing that, that prevents a, an, an individual from growing personally and also helping somebody else at the same time. I'm, I'm with that. Hey, so now you guys know why I'm so proud of him. Um, Happy to spend these, this little bit of time with him before he gets on his next uh, journey. You know, it's just it's just one of those things, man. You you guys are going to uh, eventually hear from my other two boys. Um, I say other two. I'm talking about uh, Christian and Kendall. And uh, this is uh, my baby boy of my three-pack. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have him here. Uh, son, do you have any 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 female interest? Do you got anybody on the, on the on the on the, on your books right now? Or are you single and ready to mingle? 
uh, still mostly single and ready to mingle, but I do have one that's kind of, you know, up there on the iceberg looking pretty good. She's, uh, she, I met her at tech school. She was in my class. She's pretty nice. Nice little, nice little Asian thing, you know, what? pretty smart. Like a little Asian persuasion? Most definitely. <laughs> I hear you, man. What, what, what is the date scene like out there? Is it crazy? Is it easy? What? It's, it's crazy. With some of the, with certain military women, you got to be careful. Some of them will be single but will be kind of like a barracks bunny so they'll be kind of hopping from person to person where there's hookups Wait, or did you say a barracks bunny most definitely is that the name for barracks bunny oh yeah they're out there oh man we didn't have such terminology when, when i was in the navy but i, I like it <laughs> yeah you have those out there you have the ones who will be like oh, i'm married but they'll try to keep it low-key and they be bouncing from person to person you gotta look out for them and then you'll have some we're kind of just chill but they'll kind of be like, I ain't dealt with too many bad people, or they kind of see the memes about the typical military guy stigma. And they're kind of like, eh. Mm. It's kind of just dating for my generation. I say it's kind of just crazy in general. Finding those actual good people who is kind of worth, you know, if you're gonna spend money, spending your money on, spending your time with and whatnot, because time is money as well, and time's pretty important. Something you can't get back. It's kind of just difficult. Absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. I thought that most of you guys, you know, the younger gener- generation was doing most of y'all dating on, on apps, you know, online or whatnot. You, you can find some girls on apps that are actually worth it, but a lot of them, you kind of just going to be swiping, get a match, talking, you have to carry the conversation everything because they don't have any game. They don't really offer much to the conversation. They're kind of just there, and then other ones are just there to look for a hookup. So it's, it's, it's kind of 50-50, and it depends on what type of apps you're using, too. Okay, so you're looking for more than just a pretty face then. You want somebody to bring something to the table. If I'm looking long-term, most definitely. It's kind of like, you know, if I'm expected to do traditional male role type stuff and more, what do you bring besides, oh, I can offer you sex and then a pretty face to look at or I can kind of cook. It's kind of like, you know, you got to you gotta offer something like peace, stability, you know. You, you got to like bring something. Man. As you see, like most most kids your age, most young men your age, will be only interested in those things you talked about <laughs> initially. A <laughs> pretty face and sex. <laughs> they don't want anything else at, at your age. So it's pretty interesting at 21, you're already looking past the obvious. That's pretty neat. I don't know, just being around, you know, being around you, grandpops and stuff like that, kind of just getting knowledge from that. And then kind of just knowing for, for, most, for the most part, kind of what I want to do, like, just like Kendall, basically. He likes to explore. You like to explore. I want to explore. I don't want to have a girl who's like, I don't want to stay in this state and, you know, settle down here when it's like, nah, I want to go places. I want to see stuff. You know, every day's not guaranteed, so I want to go around, experience life, see things, go sightseeing. I want to drive around stuff. Like, I got a lot of stuff I want to do. And I'm you always should. thinking and kind of trying to plan and figure something out. So I want to I want to go live life to the fullest. That's what's up, man. And I think that that mindset is the mindset you should have. You're still young. You got time to to uh, to get into those long term relationships, you know, but get into them the right way. But, yeah, you, you, you want somebody that you can go out and see what's going on other than just hitting the nightclubs and chicken joints. You got to be able to to find somebody that you can travel with and, and not just stateside but get out of the country sometimes man that would be great you know and i would i would love to see that for you so yeah that's what's up we're gonna hold right here for a second 